0: Charles Stanley Radio, the latest economic updates, insights, and conversations with finance industry experts. Hello, and welcome to the latest podcast from Charles Stanley. My name's Gary White, and I'm joined as ever by John Redwood, our Chief Global Economist. Um, So first, we're going to start to talk about um, cryptocurrencies. There's been quite a lot of excitement in the space over the last couple of weeks following the bankruptcy over one of the major exchanges. So, John, um, it's um, proving that really it isn't money in the last few weeks, if it has not done so already.
1: We never thought it was money. Uh, money needs to have three characteristics. It needs to be a medium of exchange where you can't go shopping with Bitcoin. Uh, it needs to be a store of value. Well, the the value of Bitcoin soars and crashes on a very regular basis. So it's not a reliable store of value. And money needs to be a unit of account. Well, you don't say my house is worth so many bitcoins. You still say your house is worth so many pounds or dollars. So I don't think we're anywhere near uh, these new cryptocurrencies being proper money that people can use and think is a good, good store of value. Uh, we've been warning for some time that these are not investments. Uh, can you make money in them as a gambler? Can Yes, of course you can. You, you can buy them low and sell them dear because they are extremely volatile. Uh, But you can also do the opposite. You can buy them high and sell them low, and and some people got sucked into doing that. And they're certainly not a a reliable asset which which appreciates over the long term on a a more predictable basis. And we think that investments usually um, have to have underlying cash flows. So you lend money to a government and they promise to pay you a reliable stream of interest on a bond, or you buy a share because it's going to produce a set of profits. And it may well pay you out dividends on those profits, or it may reinvest all the profit, but that is growing the company for you, and you are directly benefiting from the cash flows. There's no such underlying reality in, in cryptocurrency, uh, and until it becomes a proper store of value, um, it's going to be more of a gambling counter than an investment.
0: Of course, and it's not backed by any real assets.
1: No, it isn't usually. I mean, there are now some other types of cryptocurrency where they say they are backed by a normal currency. So you, you can uh, look at something like Tether, which uh, says it's always backed by dollars. But then if it does, why not just have the dollar? Because you Quite don't need to have all the extra complicated legal difficulties and the illiquidity of Tether compared with the, the universal dollar.
0: And sort of the irony is this new economy, digital coin exchange, FTX. Uh, went sort of bankrupt. We're using an old fa- by an old-fashioned method, which was a, a run on its deposits. I mean, this isn't new. This isn't new economy. This is old-fashioned and old economy stuff.
1: Indeed, it was, it was tragic for all those who, who had transactions with, with that exchange that weren't settled, or where the exchange was holding things for them. Uh, this was an unregulated asset uh, through an exchange in the Bahamas, uh, and. There was a a crisis because bad rumours circulated, there were suggestions that that money had been diverted or other things had gone wrong. And so people naturally wanted their money back and there wasn't enough money to give them all their money back. So the exchange itself is now in administration. There are a whole series of expensive lawyers and administrators arguing over what is left and who might get some of their money back. But it doesn't look good for those who, who were caught up in it all. So it turned out this year There were two ways to uh, lose your money in in cryptocurrencies one was just to own the cryptocurrencies bitcoins down around 70 percent over the last year Uh, but the other way was to to deal with the exchange and then discover you can't get your money back when you want it Uh, so uh, it did indeed prove to be the case that that these are very volatile counters uh, and uh, you've got to know what you're doing or you've got to be extremely lucky uh, in order to take advantage of the T- times when they are making lots of money because they they soar up on speculative demand
0: and this is probably all pleasing for the central banks as you know the digital coins have been sort of marketed as the the alternative to central bank rise free money out of the control of central banks it's like the old gold really the the reasons for investing in gold central banks do have a a very challenging task now so um um how are they they they, they coping
1: well, I think the, the good news is that the central banks are pretty sure that although there's been quite a lot of losses as a result of these falls and particularly the collapse of the exchange, uh, these not- losses are not big enough to cause real damage to the main commercial banking system of the world. So we're all very relieved about that because mm-hmm. the last thing we need at this stage is um, reasons for the uh, normal banks to also be under pressure because of these events in crypto. And the crypto market was at its peak around $3 trillion, which is quite a lot of money, but it's not huge in world terms. uh, And maybe a couple of trillion of that's been lost now uh, at current prices. Uh, This is containable within the the banking system and its reserves. And it's a pretty spread set of risks as we understand it. But you're also right that, of course, the, the central banks have always been very critical of these cryptocurrencies because they run monopoly currencies in their own countries. They like running monopoly currencies. It has all sorts of benefits for them. Uh, And they're very reluctant to see private sector, privateer type currencies emerge and gain much prominence. So are governments because they fear uh, that there could be a cash economy using any successful cryptocurrency that didn't go through the books and didn't pay taxes or uh, was proceeds of crime and so forth. So there's considerable concerns on that front at the fringes of the crypto world because crypto like normal currency can be abused by, by those who who don't play by the rules. Most of the central banks have said they're working on their own digital currency. And but I think the commercial banks have got there first really, because I don't know about you, but mm. um I find if I've got some money in my, in my accounts, it's digital money. Uh, it's not actual physical banknotes that they're sitting on at my, my local bank. Uh, I just got a computer record that they owe me some money if I want to draw it out. And then normally I would pay it electronically. So I would pay my bills through some kind of electronic process through the bank rather than drawing out banknotes and actually going and paying it physically. Uh, so I think we largely have digital money already. Uh-huh. So if there needs to be some new kind of digital currency, you first of all got to say, what's its purpose? And your your other very good point is that yes, people have from time to time bought gold. Hoping that it will keep its value better in inflationary times. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, because it can be quite volatile, although not as volatile as some of these cryptocurrencies. And they thought this sounds great that the difference between a cryptocurrency and, and the dollar or the pound uh, is that they're going to limit the amount of cryptocurrency that is issued. And so it will be scarce and it will therefore go up in value. Some thought it might therefore. Hold its own against inflation, but as we can see, that's no reason why it should hold its own against inflation. And, uh, to have fallen seventy percent when inflation has taken off is no. not particularly helpful. No. And so you have to go back to the drawing board on that one as well. Uh, it is true that you suffer inflation by holding dollars, uh, but it's also true that the the central bank in America recognizes it's made a mistake and is desperately trying to get back in control of its inflation. Uh, and money tends to go to those big national currencies that do the best job at controlling inflation or uh, offer you suitable compensation and interest payments. Excellent. Um, so how are they
0: doing to get inflation under control? Um, it seems to The Fed seems to have hinted now that the, the quantum of the interest rate rises in the future is going to be lower. Um, the Bank of England have suggested that there won't be many more rises from here. Um, but interest rates are still likely to stay high for some time we're not expecting some sort of pivot from any of them where interest rates actually start to to be reduced
1: no we're not most of the main central banks uh, did make a mistake over inflation in 2021 and have had to rein in rather belatedly in 2022 you're absolutely right that we think we've seen the the worst of the big increases now but there are still some more rate rises to come probably a bit more in Europe than in America, because the Europeans are a bit behind, we're still only at 2% for their their interest rates. And we don't think the central banks are going to be in a mood to suddenly start cutting the interest rates uh, in the next few months, even though by then we will see economies slowing quite a lot with more bad economic news coming forward, unfortunately. But the good economic news is that in America, we think inflation did peak this summer and will, will come off quite well into the new year. And we should start to see inflation coming down in the European countries from next year onwards. So on that bit of
0: good news, I think we'll leave it. Thank you very much for joining us, John. And I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast from Charles Stanley Radio. Thank you. Charles Stanley Radio. Subscribe today to be kept up to date with our latest releases. To find out more, visit charles-stanley.co.uk forward slash charles-stanley-radio. The value of investments can fall as well as rise. Investors may get less back than invested. Past performance is not a reliable guide to the future.